0: So, welcome everyone to episode 29 of Room of Requirement, a podcast dedicated to reason and resilience in the time of Trump. I am one of your co-hosts, Kamalash Rao, and with me as always is... Your your old pal,
1: Miracle Jones. It is it is nearly Thanksgiving. This is a special Thanksgiving edition. Sure, yes. Yeah, here, yeah.
0: here we are the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, are you, what are you thankful for? What am I thankful for? Oh, that's a great question. I actually always like Thanksgiving as a holiday, so I'm generally thankful for the holiday. I think it's such a weird, like, American holiday that never really resonated as a kid for me, just because this is a typical joke of mine or standard joke of mine, but Thanksgiving for Hindus is basically what uh, Christmas is for Jews, because it's just like... It's the time you have off, and you have absolutely no emo- emotional attachment to the ritual. Like, it's like this holiday. It has to do, like, most Hindus are recent immigrants. It centers around a turkey. We tend to be vegetarian. Right, right. It's um, And, like, the few sad, sad attempts that my uh, family tried to have in order to eat, like, more of a traditional, like, Thanksgiving menu um, involved, like, going to the local Piccadilly cafeteria on on Thanksgiving, which is about the saddest place. Uh, in North Carolina or in the South, you can possibly eat Thanksgiving because it's full of people who don't have anyone around so it's right. like I remember just as a kid like it was full of like old people on oxygen tanks. <laughs> Just wheeled in, yeah, <laughs> wheeled into the Piccadilly. I do not know if you had a Piccadilly cafeteria. In it Texas. sounds like a Lubies, or it's yeah, it's a cafeteria style. It's a Morrison's now, yeah. so like it's just like a big cafeteria style. My dad loved it because there's just like tons of variety. Of it's like, got all the desserts. Yeah, you get, like your your entree and two sides or something. Uh, yeah, you just get you just pay I think by the dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, it's just, like a long like yeah, yeah. O- Metal rail of like <laughs> yeah. trays, yeah. institutional glory. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love that great. place. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was my experience as a kid growing up with Thanksgiving, but then when I got to college, uh, I didn't want to go home. It's uh, it's too short to go home. It's too expensive. I was up in New York, and my family was in North Carolina, so I instituted friendsgiving, where it was just a bunch of Thanksgiving orphans. It was in the beginning a lot of high school friends of mine. Uh, who happened to be up northeast for college Um, and then it just morphed and then I I continued to make Thanksgiving uh, dinner every year I think almost more or less for a good like 10 or 15 or 20 years (laughs) and so like that's how I learned to cook um. So I. uh So at at its peak, I made like Thanksgiving dinner for like twenty people. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> so Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for the holiday. I really like it. It's because yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. I made my own. Yeah. Uh, no, for sure. And uh I really like it. I won't. I won't have a big Thanksgiving holiday this year because my wife is away. She's in Taiwan, but I will be spending it with a friend of mine who spent a lot of Thanksgivings with me over the years. So I will be spending it with her and her family, and uh that'll be cool. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. What you? bring in nothing 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 she wants to show sure up yeah, yeah i great. think so. yeah, yeah. i can bring some drinks but i think that's about it so. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what i'm thankful for are you thankful for anything in particular uh i guess like the welfare state like, <laughs> i guess the social
1: safety net <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. let's go political quickly no no i just i just got unemployment like in oh wow yeah 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 i've never done this before it's yeah. kind of like a hard thing for me to do being sure. from texas right but, you know, it's my money. I paid into it sure, for 20 years. And, and you moved up
0: to the Northeast for yeah, a reason. For to a be reason. like a lazy socialist. Yeah, exactly, right? That's Dream why I'm here. Dream fulfilled. Right, yeah. right, right, And, well, you know, I've got
1: job offers coming in and stuff. But, you know, I was like, I'm just going to, why not? Like, I looked it up and it was like, it's like 200 bucks a week, extra money till like I actually get yeah. a job. So I might nice. as well. I'm just going to do this from now on in between jobs. <laughs> this is what people do. This is how it's done, right? it's yeah, this, yeah, it's, this
0: is actually how it's done. This is yeah. not like... Yeah. you just—if you weren't doing it, you were screwing yourself out of that. It's yes. not like yeah. Well, I realize that, but yeah. I've never.
1: I've usually come from like. Weird half-assed like restu- under the table restaurant under-the-table oh, yeah. restaurant jobs. This is my first like job that I'm leaving that is has like a tax ID on it. So yeah, that's fair. So, <laughs> so they you know they ascertain what you're they know what my salary was already. It was like well done, uh,
0: Social Security office. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were just talking before we started recording about your own ritual around Thanksgiving. So do you want to share that with listeners?
1: Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my holiday ritual for Christmas and Thanksgiving is essentially the same. I I'd go to the sea. Sure. <laughs> i go to uh, Coney Island uh, in New York. It uh, used to be Applebee's is where I'd end up. But this year it's going to be... Uh, there's an IHOP that opened up, so I'm going to the IHOP. So I'm very excited about that's that. That's cool. But uh, yeah, whoever's around, you know, and whoever wants to hang out or who is, it just go to the... Usually the... Aqua- I'm not going to go to the aquarium on Thanksgiving. I'm just going to go eat. Okay. And probably go home. But uh, the uh, there's an aquarium there, and that's what I go... That's what you go on Christmas. I just go to the aquarium and see the fish, but Thanksgiving, you know, I just, because like everybody leaves New York and sure. I don't know, everybody's goes home to their family and I'm kind of familyless, so it's, it always kind of, I always feel like a ghost. Right. Like a weird caretaker ghost. Right. So I just kind of try, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. It feels like the whole city belongs to me or something. That like, is
0: true. I think anytime you can stay in New York City. Yeah. During a holiday, it's a pretty awesome thing. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I like Thanksgiving. I like the spirit of the holiday. Yeah, it's
1: like a holiday with like a weird moral message that the older you get, the more like you take.
0: Yeah, it's seriously. you know you don't care so much about the historical yeah, political it's horrible. <laughs> whitewashing <Yeah>. of some <laughs> truths. But you know the complicated birth yeah birth story of our our country. But I do actually like sitting around eating, uh, talking. Uh, chewing the fat with friends and family and i like cooking so that's it's just been it's a holiday centered around food yeah that's and that's pretty much what i've taken it to be and i really like that for sure and if you divorce it from its horrifying genocidal roots
1: yeah the <laughs> okay. the, the, uh, the idea of like people who you know there's always like waves of people coming to america right to participate in this like dumb tradition right and we're sure i'm we, one of them yeah 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 right and like so and it's so that's kind of the spirit of Thanksgiving, right? Like, why are we doing this? Well, we don't really know, but we are. Yeah. So, like, everybody gather around and like eat, and you know, like, well, you'll eventually this will soak in you, and you will be, <laughs> you will do this to others, right. and then you will be like the the like Thanksgiving clause or whatever. Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. For the past couple of years, uh, I've got some British friends, and that, yeah. that's who I'm going out with on. Sure. Uh, tomorrow at IHOP, and that's it's fun to just, like, make them do these stupid American <laughs> things. And, but it's slowly becoming a tradition for them that they, you know what I mean, that they, like, look forward to. Yeah. It's I, fun uh,
0: to, like, jump them in. So <laughs> I was actually going to do a follow-up story. So last week I talked a little bit about losing a friend of mine, and I think it took a little while for that to settle in, but I think Wednesday I went out for uh, drinks with sort of old co-workers I went up to where... Uh, we uh, I used to work. Um, it's called it's in Rye, New York, and we drank, and it was it was a pretty big gathering. It wasn't people who necessarily knew him super well, and uh, and you know it was like chatty and and all of that, and then I was, and I probably drank too much, but then we started talking about him on the way home, in train, and I lost it. Uh, I just <laughs> broke down and cried, and like right as we got to Grand Central, I like had to like put my head up against like a pillar and i was one of those people who was just sobbing in grand central heroes yeah <laughs> um, not at all but so like just, whatever just playing uh, whatever that's it is what it is but someone came up to me and said hey are you lost do you need some help oh come so no, new york city <laughs> <laughs> new york yeah, city yeah, delivers yeah, 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 yeah. so like and i was like i was like crying as i was like no i'm just i my, i lost a friend i am not lost thank you very much but i'm just i'm just he puts his knife away <laughs> right 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 puts the gun down um, yeah uh, it was uh it was the new york yeah it was kind of new york moment um so crying in grand central <laughs> and then, uh, someone actually asking to see if you get to be helped but uh so that was my follow-up of that story so that was that uh that was just a follow-up story so new york still can be like an asshole, but also a great city. And yeah, well it's like it. prison. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you, know, you have the moments
1: where you, like look out the bars and the bird man comes over and it's like, I've been cultivating a dove and you share a moment together, right? She <laughs> sure, lets yeah, sure. the sure. dove go. I'm <laughs> sure. 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 uh, trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to share. How did, I mean, did, was it a kind of a cathartic feeling?
0: or is it? Yeah, I think it didn't. I think it didn't soak in that I'd, I lost a friend and, like, I was I was quite fond of him. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, you know, I, I, I hadn't been in touch, and I, it, but, like, once you start, and so you could like okay, let me catch up and let me try and remember stories of him. And then, oh, right, so people started talking, telling in stories. And then that was when things just really caught up. Yeah. yeah and so uh, it was sad. I think I'm still sad about it, but, like, it was helpful to talk with people who cared about him and who he cared about. Um, and, yeah, just kind of reminisce. I think that's what was really helpful, just kind of like a small dinner later on in the week to mourn him. So that was that was great. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it is It is a fact of life. Um, anything else? Uh, no,
1: not really. I mean, uh, I'm going to finish your book this week. I've got four chapters left. So okay. Hopefully by Monday I'll have All right. a new book done. So been working on that. That is that is how I actually will spend Thanksgiving.
0: Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. Great. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe I owed you a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your wallet story. I <laughs> <laughs> told you. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? you want to tell it? Yeah, tell the world. Tell <laughs> the world. Uh, so this is a story. Uh, we talked a little bit about it uh, last week, and I actually told him a story last week off mic, but I'll, I'll tell it. So in college, I was in a small dance group. I was. Oh, we danced bhangra. It's an Indian dance, um, and we did it a couple of times. How many people were in the group? Uh, probably twelve. Okay. Twelve. It's a small. It's a folk dance for people who don't know. So I, I danced. Um, and it was just part of a cultural thing. When, at some point, uh, when we were all getting ready to dance, I remember distinctly putting out, uh, picking up my wallet and putting it among other things. Uh, people had just kind of thrown their coats and stuff, and I wanted to take out my wallet because the Bungra, it's an aggressive dra- dance. Um so there's a lot of jumping and stuff like that. So uh, when I went back, uh, my wallet was gone. And I was like, oh did I lose it? And I you know, I'm absent minded as it is, did I leave it somewhere else? Did I forget about it? I never found it. I had to declare I lost uh my I lost my license and credit card of maybe ten dollars, right? And credit card had n- n- zero limit on it. It was you know, whatever. I was I didn't have much money in college, so like no one really uh, gained a lot. Turns out, though, uh, the person who stole it uh, is a person. I uh, will. I guess I'll just call him PC. Um, <laughs> that buys initials. Uh, so PC stole my wallet. He was one of the people in the troupe. Um, also, a, 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 an Indian fellow. He uh, and while I had no money in college, he was the child of one of the richest Indian families in uh, in America. Uh, <laughs> so he just stole it for kicks. Um, and he was caught because when i graduated he just kind of he some when we graduate and he didn't graduate he was a little bit younger he was a couple years younger than me um when he just left the wallet in his dorm room when he, he when, when, out, he left, yeah, when he yeah. moved out it wasn't just your wallet right it was just it was like a, it was a stack it was like a <laughs> tin of wallets that he had stolen over God. time and it was like maybe him and his roommate i don't know and uh he and they just left these wallets and um yeah and they found out and the irony it was or not the irony the sad fact of it was, it was his dorm room was right across the hall from my college girlfriend so i walked by him in the hall for a year <laughs> and he just stole the he stole the uh the wallet so i had to go into um i had to go into my alma mater's uh, security offices and we've talked a little bit about what security is like in a college campus which is a way to buffer people from being actually prosecuted for crime yeah yeah um <laughs> And so I had to sign an affidavit, uh, I, I, or not an affidavit, had a statement. Okay, it seems like this is this is what happened, PC. I ran into PC on the way out because he got called in by security. He was, like, really panicky. I was like, dude, what would you do? You stole my wallet. Was, this is exactly what I told him. And uh, he's like, okay, thanks. So thanks, he goes in. And uh, uh, while I was signing all the papers, they were like, hey, we're going to get this guy kicked out. They didn't get him kicked out because, uh, and this is on the books, as far as I know, there is now a PC his actual name, scholarship fund at alma mater (laughs) that his dad quickly signed in order for him to go back to school. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) roar lions, roar. Uh, uh, I had a friend who was also uh, son of another Indian wealthy family and he wanted them to find uh, his dad to found a scholarship that would be based on kicking this uh, PC out of school. So it would have been the (laughs) anti-PC Scholarship fund, yeah. So,
1: it's, so someone's going to get this scholarship every year, right? Yeah. You should just go to that <laughs> ceremony and just, like, you know, come up to him afterwards and be like, listen, yeah. listen, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell him the story. Right, right. I there's, should. there's a code into this, right? Do you want this one yes. on the record? Yeah, yeah I'll <laughs> tell this. This is why I use this initial. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, within a couple of years of me graduating, uh, Story was. Uh, flying around started flying around my uh friends in college and it, it turned out that pc had was put in jail for soliciting underage minors for sex um which uh is awful um but because he had pissed off so many people like it was like celebratory because he'd stolen from people he'd stolen from people who had even less money than i did yeah, yeah it was just terrible he was a rich kid uh you know he I'm sure he's not going to have a great time in prison, um, but uh, so the one of the facts was that my that he used the the secret name uh, he used the name to whatever his, uh, as his ID is secret mango, uh, <laughs> so that was how he uh, tried to pick up teenage girls. It was terrible, but. Uh, Us being us, my sister immediately signed up for the secret mango something at at gmail.com and then started emailing us from that email address. Some of the foulest things, uh, this was before corporate networks, police, that sort of thing. So my sister sent some really vile emails from secret mango something something at gmail.com. Uh, So that was my uh, stolen wallet story (laughs) and identity. Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) I mean, I I guarantee you, he used my driver's license because we're both Indian. (laughs) You have to get into like bars and yeah. Um, so that was my <laughs> that was my PC story. It's really relevant, I guess,
1: to this 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 current political event. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> really? how, how are you going to tie this in? I mean, the Roy Moore, I think, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Ugh, <laughs> and, gross. and Frank, and just like the current yeah, milieu. You know, yeah. Uh, Sexu- so th- Rampant sexual abuse.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's my story. Uh, do you want uh, anything else before we transition no, 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 to politics? No. That's, that's an amazing story. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so let's, uh, since we brought up Roy Moore. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, what are you thinking about Roy Moore these days? Uh, Nothing. I mean, I'm
1: still, you know, I guess they're definitely not going to try to have Mao write in campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I don't know about his chances. I just really think it's like I think
0: I think it's way closer than you think it is. Yeah, I mean I think think it's
1: gonna be close. Like no no question. Yeah, I think if Doug Jones wins, it'll be like by a percentage point. Yeah, and it'll probably go. It'll be like LBJ, you know, uh, Senate race where the uh you know they're they're locking ballots down and sure like, <laughs> right. right like lawsuits and this yeah whole, yeah, like, yeah for sure everybody
0: voting in alphabetical order and <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure there's well i mean there's gonna be shady shit in most elections yeah. but yeah this is gonna be particularly shady and well monitored <laughs> yeah um yeah there's nothing better to do like right. if you're a lawyer in yeah. alabama fucking yeah, you get your you get a, a part of this action. You yeah, get some yeah. of the screen time. Yeah, everybody, every, every, every lawyer in every county. Right. <laughs> I'm sure we can interview two for our podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's really just an odd space, and you know it's hard to talk about this without going skipping to our section because I wanted to talk about this for doubling down on defeat because Al Franken yeah. and Conyers have also been. Uh, Accused, I guess, is a gentle way of putting it, of sexual indiscretion, uh, unwanted sexual behavior, somewhat, some, uh, maybe even a criminal acts. Conyers, I think, was uh, given a slap on the wrist, and the accusers a- were actually paid off, right? Yeah, and they're With not federal sure. federal money, yeah. Yeah,
1: they're not sure what the... It's sealed, so they don't yeah. really know exactly what the situation was yet. Yeah, and so... Maybe he'll um, be, be on the record about that eventually.
0: But. So I think the Democrats action or inaction qualifies for doubling our section on doubling down on defeat let's just
1: let's just start with doubling down down on defeat yeah Yeah, yeah.
0: so i think this is you know i i have no other way of thinking about this as as sort of a way that the democrats are failing to grab the moral high ground right Mm -hmm. because i think there's no way if if there's almost no downside well i guess there are plenty there's plenty of downside but politically there's almost no downside to saying hey, Al Franken, step aside, you come from a b- deep blue state, there's no way we wouldn't put in a, a Democrat yeah. for, what's up, Al Franken, fucking
1: step aside now, like, what the fuck, yeah. I don't get it, but Yeah.
0: I, I, who's
1: gonna fucking put their ass on the line for Al Franken, what has Al Franken ever done, who cares, he's like, I mean, he's there are plenty of people. <laughs> yeah, 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 there he, are
0: plenty of people, and he's certainly able to grab camera time, yeah, yeah, he's an not attention. Like a- Senate leader, he hasn't been there very long, right? You know? So uh, Conyers, I guess, has more seniority, but yeah. at the same time, look at this point, the Democrats should have a zero tolerance policy. Yeah, why not? What do you? What do you? you I mean,
1: you start that zero tolerance policy, you create that. You know, if you, can, you it, take it yourself,
0: and I would it. think that if you start a zero tolerance policy, you at least pick up a Senate seat in Alabama. It's, a, it's the way they've played it, you know, and it's totally true. Like, everybody should go, all these fucking scumbags, get yeah. out of the
1: office, do something else. Like, right. And I think,
0: I mean, I wouldn't condone this, but I think if Alfred, Franken played it correctly he could step down and say like I've seen the light run and again I, run again for a seat why or, not yeah yeah come to yeah. Jesus moment yeah, run for stopping. governor yeah run for governor yeah yeah, yeah. or just become a pundit you know? yeah so I think he could do the pundit circuit for a while and yeah. then have a political resurrection if he doesn't
1: do it anymore he can you know sure be, he can be as as reformed as Anthony
0: Weiner yeah <laughs> who managed to run we all hope for better <laughs> things in <life>. <laughs> Anthony Weiner for better things in life than being Anthony Weiner. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But he had that moment where he came back, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it didn't work out for him, but... he
1: it turned, man has his demons. Yeah, yeah. But he could have been our mayor, theoretically. Sure. Yeah, the, uh, I, I don't understand the why we it should defend anybody in this position. Because it's not like we're saying... Should they go to prison? We're just saying, should they be a fucking senator? The yeah. answer is no. Like, well, yeah. I mean, that, they're supposed yeah, this, to be a leader. It's supposed right. to be immaculate of like uh, record and. You know, nothing they have done ethically should cloud what they say, right? right? So that we can trust them and democracy, right? Yeah, it's not a basketball player; it's a senator. If right. you don't believe in them anymore, then their political power disappears. Right. All, all of their power evaporates immediately, overnight. Yeah. That's what a scandal does to a politician, right? Unfortunately, it's a tricky game, but you know that's why sure. you want
0: like a gray, sexless, dead inside technocrat instead, or of, someone who can ride it out, who yeah, knows or, when to like who knows when to deny it and knows when to own up, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you have to be able to play both sides of that coin, as it were, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, ideally someone... Both sinner and...
1: Right. Yeah, right. And idea, if somebody, I mean, cynically, if you're not someone who can get away with it, then you're not a very good politician, so... Yeah, I know.
0: But I, I think on the other side of it, look, I mean, this is a horrible moment yeah one could argue as it with any fevered moment of transition things are going to swing the pendulum is swinging in one direction maybe it overswings at this point but yeah. y- there is n- y- the whole point of any social movement like this is you don't get to be like no <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> no, 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 no 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 let's <laughs> let's have a reason no yeah. just just understand things are going to this is the way the wind is blowing. If he'd stepped down the day it happened, he'd be a hero. Everybody
1: would have been like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, I think he's he totally a to... hit job. Whatever, like what? It, but he's like a hero to us all, you know? Like, yeah, it would have been amazing. I still think he can it, do it after Thanksgiving weekend and still be in some way. But there's been more allegations. There've been more been allegations,
0: out. and I think the the truth is that I, I, I would be. Some, he couldn't do it the day <clears throat> of because I think he'd have to stitch up the politics behind him. Who, in order to be a good Democrat, you'd have to figure out. Okay, well who. I'm not exactly sure how it would work, but I think the governor would nominate the senator, yeah. or would there be a special election? No, the
1: governor would nominate someone to fulfill the rest of his term, then there would be an election at the
0: end of yeah, it. Yeah, so that's, so you'd have to stitch all of that up. And it could be Keith
1: Ellison, by the way, which would be an amazing fuck you. to
0: everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we get our first Muslim senator as a result of Al Franken. No, there's a uh, first Muslim senator, yes, yeah. senator, yes, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh yes, so yes, there could be a number of uh, of of great great outcomes out of this, and I feel like it's pretty obvious in my in my mind. Al Franken should step down. I think Conyers should step down. I think Conyers has his own issues, and he may or may not be having some. There's some rumors about mental health issues. Yeah. I don't like to, I don't like to, I don't like to spread those, but. Uh, Without some sort of corroborating fact, but if you're settling sexual assault or harassment allegations, yeah. don't
1: be in a, the house anymore. Like, right, go be a lobbyist. Right, like, be a lawyer someplace very nice and, yeah. like, and sit in an office and like, what you're hurting the Democratic pharmaceuticals
0: party. are always, <laughs> <Yeah>. always <laughs> <Yeah>. hiring. Always <laughs> hiring. Yeah, they, they pay need a to a good know salary. how
1: politics works. They yeah, know. yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. There's whole new industries being born every day. Tech. Amazon, tech, yeah, tech,
0: Conyers for Amazon in right. new Dallas office. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> (laughs) Part of their diversity initiative? Sure. Great. Um, So, yes, that is doubling down on defeat. I don't understand what the Democrats' play is, and I'm surprised that the DNC hasn't put more pressure, hasn't been more vocal. Because yeah. Yeah, I think that one way, like, Gillibrand is trying to move it towards committee. Like, Mm. it seems like they're just... They're they're brushing a lot of things under under the carpet, right? Like I mean, that. It's yeah. I think they're
1: trying to. I think they want to wait till the tax bill is settled one way or the other before they start burning people. They're just like they've got all their ducks in a row right now, and they're like unwilling to like move things one direction or the other. I
0: I, I think that they this is one of the safest seats they could come up with. Yeah, no. For I sure. think the problem is what they're afraid of is they're like okay, well, Al Franken, we do this, but then if someone on in a, in a red seat or Who's a red gu- yeah. yeah like someone else gets accused then they would have already set up a system that may or may not you know prosecute you unevenly like all of a sudden like you know what happens if a person of color is accused like what is their policy is it different than al franken how they handle al franken so they don't want to be uh I guess tied down to a precedent. Yeah, but yeah. Which then, is why
1: if Al Franken had resigned of his own accord willingly, it's yeah. like a you know, or like I, he, would, he would have been a hero. But now if he's pressured out by the DNC, it's yeah, a obvi- standard that is. My like, whole thing is that the DNC should be pressuring him, but not, yeah, not Publicly, publicly yeah. yeah. I'm sure they are.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but that's this comes to the whole like. I mean, is Bernie Sanders going to say anything? I mean, who's the who is the where's the pressure point coming from? Sure, Schumer. I mean, I don't really see any leadership capable of exerting enough pressure on somebody to...
0: I mean, the only hope is that they're being smart and they're doing the pressure behind closed doors. No, for sure, but I just... I just don't know if they're that smart. Yeah,
1: yeah. No. We, I mean, it's Obama, right? I mean, that would be the person to... He would have to come out there and say, Al Frankie needs to step down. Yeah. And if he did that, that would be it, right? Al Frankie would have to step down.
0: Yeah, and it, but I think that's also a bad play,
1: just for the reasons. Bad. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't, don't want to, have to get to that, but that would be the ultimate pressure. Like, there's no way Al could survive like that, right? Like,
0: yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, no. I think that's it for doubling out down on defeat. Yeah, it's grim. It's grim. It's grim. It's yeah. grim. What do you? I mean, what
1: do you think about the larger cultural, you know, ramifications? Like what we're striding into in 2017. This utterly expected. Uh,
0: uh, re- revolution, right? I think, yeah. yeah, no, I think it's it's a long time coming, right? Yeah, yeah. I think there's always every, with everything we're gonna have a, a tendency to overcorrect. I think we're, uh, you know, I mean, we're we're gonna go from believing all women, like as opposed to, hey, why don't we just stop dismissing all women? Well, that would be yeah. a huge correction. So, I think there's you know i'm also I'm, I'm
1: i'm very comfortable with the higher standards for senators <laughs> that's it's right. very easy for me to take yeah, on. i think
0: <laughs> i think there's so much testimony coming out of so much. it's just hard to filter that out and come out with reasonable procedures yeah. to, going forward like how do we correct without with keeping in some basic ideas about uh rule of law and trying to have some sense of uh, protection of you know the the rights of the accused all of that it's it's way more bureaucratic and way less uh, heated than, you know, Twitter feeds and, and whatnot. I, and so, just kind of figuring out new procedures to navigate this, I think, is going to be hard. And we're just, we're going to swing one way and swing harder the other way, and then we're going to overcorrect and keep overcorrecting until we get into something that's more settled. Uh, which is, I think, a little sad, but I, I mean, am I sad that this has happened? Absolutely not. Like, if it's yeah. long time coming. Um, this is... Uh, people keep talking about it this is what happens when you have men in uh, with huge power dynamics over women and in some cases men right but i think that even if you had a, a switched power dynamics i think you know the difference in power is when you have people who are older having a huge sway in uh, over people's lives who are younger i think it just opens up all sorts of Opportunities for exploitation, And access to the Justice Department and police, yeah, yeah. And, know, pa- and power there. and yeah. like the in a very broad definition of that, not just within the industry or not with, just within one company, but within the industry and within access uh, to the legal system and being able to do all sorts of machinations behind doors. I don't know. I think power is always right to be abused, um, and that and it should be part of a larger context. Yeah, uh, I remember. S- jargon, yeah. I remember seeing Spotlight. I guess that... Oh, I, yeah, I was thinking about rewatching that. came out
1: two years ago or whatever. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. I, it was a good movie. I mean, it was well-made. But I remember yeah. coming out of there and being, like, kind of irritated and being, like, priests are the easiest to catch. <laughs> 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 that is, like... Like, I, I want to see the movie where they catch, you know, like, uh, fucking, po- you know, Russian oligarchs, where they're, like, you know what I mean? Like, they actually catch people that, like... You know, ho- like we're seeing now, like, Hollywood movies. Yeah. It was like, ho- you know, are you kidding me? Like, this has been Hollywood's, like, entire, like, you know... Shtick, yeah, yeah for its, yeah, its entire, entire existence. For its entire existence. Yeah. Like, and we're celebrating this, you know? Yeah. Like, So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. things are turning and more spotlights are being turned on, I guess, darker parts yeah, of the world. And as
0: far <laughs> as I understand it, no one in the music industry has... To- has you know accused a big producer of anything, mm-hmm. and that's not because that doesn't happen. That's well, a Park. Uh, uh, oh yeah, a Kesha. Kesha, Kesha yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. right. Um, but I just think that that is that is the coin of the is realm. Is Rick Rubin next? Yeah, I I can't imagine <laughs> any one of the producers has a clean record. Yeah. Like that is the music industry. It is all exploitation. Yeah. No,
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're seeing we're seeing Olympic sports now. I mean, like yeah. the the doctor there. Yeah, that's, the gymnast. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so. You know, it's any, any you know, place where there is a power differential, you're going to find people who have gone into that field specifically to exploit it, you know, and finding...
0: Parents, never leave your children alone until they turn 21.
1: <laughs> teach them to fight. <laughs> no. uh, out of the womb. Yeah, no. right. right, right. <laughs> Raise them fighting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, yeah, so that is doubling down on defeat... What else did you want to talk about in terms of politics? Ah, so there's the net neutrality. Yeah, I feel like I'm a little ignorant about it, but I'm happy to listen to you talk about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm also ignorant about it. Maybe that's somebody we need to have somebody on to explain it to both of us. Yeah. Uh, I know it's bad to overturn net neutrality. Yeah, but I I
0: have the vaguest ideas of why. Yeah. Uh, There Uh, are a couple of good podcasts. Maybe I'll just produce links to them. But I think there's a debate. Yeah. uh, About how net neutrality actually is enacted and uh, the idea in general is that you don't charge a packet of information as a packet of information. You don't mm-hmm. get to charge producer. You don't get to distinguish content providers uh, or you don't get to separate. There is an argument that uh, you may want to have incentivized uh, people who are in charge of the pipes to have like two separate networks, one for high-speed traffic or one for slower-speed tar- traffic so you effectively tier out the Tear out information flows. Yeah. Um, I guess that makes some sense to some degree. I just think that it's part of a larger argument about how poorly we regulated or deregulated telecoms. We have a huge monopolies, and I'm not someone who says. That monopolies are always bad. I tend to want the government to lightly regulate business in most you're cases. Always, you always... You've got that monopoly shirt you always wear. <laughs> you're always putting out the great top. monopolies. Right, 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 right. I always have the top hat. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You lo- you're a guy that loves monopolies. <laughs> I do love monopolies. <laughs> um, but I think that there is something about the way... There's no reason for us to have such a concentrated industry in terms of how cable is provided by most uh, to most people um, and how the internet comes. It should be thought of somewhat as a utility, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but it's not something I've thought deeply about, and I, I really think like you have to go in prepared to know the details, I think, into this conversation. Yeah, something that I guess why I've never found the net neutrality argument particularly
1: compelling is I steal a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably will in the future, too. Right? So it's like any kind of tiered system that we create, I will just be stealing (laughs) so i mean i guess it's terrible and everyone should fear paying extra money for their internet properties and goods but i will continue to steal mine i think many people will right fewer than they used to but it's still pretty rampant i mean i don't without any kind of enforcement or you know uh incentive to enforce or worldwide enforcement i don't know how you
0: well, yes. I think this is just sort of a classic idea. Like, yeah. is the internet a utility at this point? Because effectively, you know, it's an academic network right. uh, that has been. I want I don't want to say taken over, but I mean, a lot of it's a it's defense defensive. network, right? DARPA, right? Yeah, it's an. A, yeah. A, yeah, I guess you're right. It's a DARPA network, so it's yeah. a defense ac, defense network at first became an academic network, right? And now it was—it's taken over. It's been taken over largely by commercial and personal interest, right? Yeah. So uh, there's nothing wrong with each phase of these, right? Like none—none none of that. Uh, none is like superior to the other. But we are in a space where well, a lot of us use the internet for commercial reasons. The question is: Okay, do we consider internet like a utility? Do we consider it a right? All of these. Uh, I don't know. I mean, these are hard ways to go, but effectively we haven't done a great job of spreading high-speed Internet throughout the country. We are a large, vast country with a, with low population density, so the infrastructure is always really hard. But how do we do we consider this an issue? Is our, our is are the relatively poor adoption rates or poor penetration rates of high-speed Internet something that we want to think about? I don't... Have an answer to that, but I think those questions are worth asking. And net neutrality is sort of baked in there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and is do you want to give people incentive to or companies to incentive to like continue to bring high speed internet to all sorts of places that don't necessarily have it? Maybe, yeah. Trump's
1: FCC taking a robust and comprehensive stance on this. Yeah, opens up the door for. a Future Democratic's president FCC to take the alternate and opposite, yeah. robust and comprehensive stance, right? Which I, I, I guess that's the the until now it's been really a neutral position. We've just kind of unregulated it, let yeah. things go. Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting gambit. Well, so they're they're really gonna farm shit out to the big telecoms. Then some, you know, if people hate it, then yeah. you know some Bernie Sanders trust busting telecom, you know. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt hammer gets in there and then all of a sudden we have, you know, internet Sure. Uh, uh,
0: for free, for yeah, all, for along all. with
1: college. Yeah, like Korea. I mean, yeah. you know, some countries, Estonia, you know, some countries have decided that it is... Sure, right. I mean, much, yeah, much smaller countries. Yeah, much smaller ones. Yeah. But not not ones without
0: as much, you know, uh, of their economy tied up in it. Right, yeah. absolutely. So I I think this is a, raises another question that maybe if we don't talk about net neutrality, we talk about what it means to have, like, regulations pursued by committee, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, effectively... Uh, the regulatory agency is able to dictate laws even though they're not part of the legislative branch, right? They are part of the regulatory branch that is part of the executive, right? So they can effectively issue by decree. Yeah, um, And I think that's dangerous. I think that one of the more interesting things is that we should actually pursue and dis- debate this in Congress rather than having some regulatory body. Sort of be able to create uh, laws by fiat, and I and I think this is actually makes me think of some of the crucial failings of sort of the progressive edge of, of Obama because we did a lot of regulation by committee rather than through than through sort of proper legislative and I e slow, uh, somewhat corrupt
1: processes. Yeah, I mean, my lawsuit that I would be bringing is that this is an economic issue, not a communications one. Right, yeah, the FCC yeah, yeah. doesn't have the ability to regulate a market this vast. You know, because that's what it essentially would be doing.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I agree. With that argument. You don't
1: buy and sell things from TV or radio. You know, it's right. an advertising mechanism. But the internet is a channel for.
0: Well, then, phones. but they, but they have the right to regulate telecoms to yeah. some degree. So you would so at some point they were regulating the phones or bandwidth.
1: Yeah. No. True. But, but the way that that's transitioned into you know the linchpin of the world economy, right? Yeah. Has been vast, and there's no new oversight committee to regulate right. the so, way I mean, that in the marketplace works now.
0: Right? Yeah, and so I mean, to me this argues more again, more for, rather, the intervention on, on the part of legislators. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Something yeah, a much yeah, yeah. more open process. To be fair... Yeah, we need uh, a secretary of the internet. Yeah. Or maybe. Right. <laughs> I think it's, it's supposed to be part of the Department of Commerce, actually. But um, I will also point out that the cable companies have done a very good job of sewing up all senators and all levels of... Uh, of government on both sides of yeah. the political aisle. So, um, by me advocating uh, legislative, I guess, authority in this ca- and over this issue, I'm basically saying the telecoms will win. Do you? How powerful do you think Netflix is now? Compared powerful. To,
1: yeah, compared to like the traditional cable companies and what incentives do they have to keep things the way they are? Right? I don't think
0: they're as connected and yeah. therefore less powerful. For sure. I mean, I if I were Netflix, I would not be funding every fucking you know, a <laughs> TV property they can get a hand on. that would just take my profits and start they're, rolling into. They're a private
1: corporation though. We actually don't know how successful they are.
0: We do uh, actually. They're not, they're listed.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they're like not a lot of that money. I mean, we the, the we don't know what what shows work. And what yeah, shows but don't. I mean,
0: accounting in the entertainment industry is yeah, shit. Yeah. So yeah, you don't know. How, that's true. I mean, a, we don't know how profitable the middle is. But we do know that they seem to have s-
1: enough money to fund. It's like it's like. Uh, potlatch we do like some of the shows on netflix we you
0: look at it and it's like they must be making tons of money. <laughs> they're throwing money <laughs> so they're like, yeah any <laughs> like any fucking stand-up in new york basically yeah. has Have a special every le- show sure. sure netflix netflix has produced your show yeah um, yeah so i guess that's net neutrality yeah i, I mean do you want to quickly uh, we're running a little out of time um you want to talk a little bit about either taxes or international relations? What do you think is more important? You want to talk about China. I'm curious. as yeah. we have to say. So I think China was on the back burner. We keep bringing it up. And it's, we haven't had a larger conversation about China, which is a very interesting uh, partner of ours, adversary of ours. And I'm super curious to hear you uh, or hear what you have to say about where you think our relationship with China is going. Because the, Donald Trump, didn't fuck it up. He mm. did you know, there's some argument about, you know, how well he did with China. I don't know. I mean I think there are larger forces at work yeah. I mean, beyond I would, Donald Trump's incompetence and inability to Yeah. I would say our relationship with China will continue. It's
1: like the an epic stalemate. But I think China's relationship with Africa and Europe is gonna change dramatically as a result of America's kind of retreat from these economic markets and their embracement of America's former role with respect to Southeast Asian markets, right? If we're getting locked out of trade free trade agreements there, I think China is going to invest in Africa, and Europe's sure. going to invest in China, and it's going to be something we're not part of. Maybe we'll right. be able to, you know, get warm our way back in there someday yeah. again, but that's what I see. That's where I see our relationship with China going as one of... Uh, kind of benign indifference on both sides where well they kind of swoop in and take up a, a, a little bit of what of you know what people want from America but they're not going to be getting for a, a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. I mean, to me there's an argument that is worth listening to that says that the new colonial new colonialism looks like Chinese investment in Africa. Yeah. That and so that's uh, you know the the way that they are hoovering up raw materials, um, the sort of investment they're doing, uh, their unwillingness to really bring out political reforms or invest anyway or care or bring people over. Yeah, right. like you know minimal in minimal investment in like human capital. Mm. And, and I do hate that term, but human capital sounds like. Early colonialism, <laughs> yeah, or you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It so it's exploitative, and I don't want. So I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to romanticize the Chinese uh, continent, or I guess not really the subcontinent. But the Chinese government is being some great crusader for Africa. Like I think it's great that Africa gets investment, but there's certainly a lot of reasons to be somewhat suspicious or there is worrying. no
1: pan, real robust pan-African trading bloc that can exert force against China and, yeah, and it, has a partner in the United States or Europe in order to hedge those you know to right it up
0: yeah and I think there's a lot of uh, certainly at a at a ground level there's certainly been uh, riots and demonstrations against Chinese investment uh, certainly not the most enlightened types of protests sometimes they can take on very racist edges uh, but it is a very complicated picture to think about what's China's role in Africa at this point. One of the issues that makes this, I think, even more compelling or even more scary is the fact that because the Chinese takes on sort of a policy of non-intervention, they really don't care about human rights right. or <laughs> abuses. And they are willing to you know, bribe their way to the top and just exert power by propping up some of the worst um
1: also, refugees from, you know, countries that yeah. have been destabilized and are war wars on in Africa aren't fleeing to any place close to China. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't yeah. Hurt there. It, it doesn't hurt, hurt their economy.
0: There. There's no yeah. flood there. Yeah. Um, some of this is was brought up once again with Zimbabwe. Uh, there seems to be some connection maybe with the Chinese government, uh, willing to prop up Robert Mugabe, who effectively secured rights in the Congo for certain mineral resources, and they would every so often march their troops into southern Congo, maybe at the behest of China. They're a little bit more closer to rumors than actual facts on the ground. But China's involvement in Africa brings a very poor continent and very poor people some resources and some investment, but it also may continue to prop up some pretty ugly practices uh, and governments that aren't really responsive to the people.
1: Yeah, and they retain their spoiler vote on the Security Council. Yes. So there's not much anybody can do as far as getting the will to intervene or in any way, uh, you know, uh create legal structures that would stabilize things
0: for vast regions, right? Do you uh, think war is inevitable with China?
1: With who? China. I mean with who? With, with us, us, with yeah. Europe, with Japan. I mean yeah. I think I think China has a lot of directions it could go in if <laughs> it, if it feels bellicose, right? Yeah. Uh, i i I don't think that it's in their interest to you know provoke war with the United States except by proxy right right but I think it could be good economically for them if certain proxy wars involved other countries that were not China and you know put pitted their adversaries against each other in a great colonial tradition right uh-huh. so you know the the current uh, rivalry between Russia and America for instance right yeah. that's something that really benefits China right yeah uh, the any kind of rivalry between Europe and Russia benefits yeah. China rivalry between Europe and Great Britain benefits China these are traditional alliances that yeah. have fractured and that create you know their internal economies far bigger than you know mm-hmm. these countries these countries put together right? right so any kind of fracturing gives them a boost to investment and you know power regional power sure so I
0: am, I think more pessimistic about this yeah I think uh, I think should the economy tank, I think you have a, a significant part of the bureaucracy that is uh, spoiling for a fight. They just have a very well, they have a very uh, highly sophisticated cyber the um, warfare department. Yeah. they have militarized a lot of islands in the South China Sea, and the way that I think they'll spoil for a fight will be um, they will invade Hong Kong. Or mm-hmm. they will invade Taiwan. Would we do anything? I don't think we'd do We anything. wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Right? And, but then we they wave. would. And then we don't do anything. Yeah. And we just let them take over. Yeah. And then at some point, they take over some insignificant rock in the... When in they the, built themselves, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but it's close to Japan. Yeah. And then Japan goes shit. Yeah. It'd be Japan
1: and China, right? Yeah, that it'd be Japan that. and then in China. you get sucked in. Yeah.
0: I mean, they could pick a fight with Korea. Or Korea, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, that I think is, I think that, I think what'll happen is that um, there will be a series of over the course of 10 years, military quote unquote successes as the Chinese economy falters and they'll learn and they will learn that, hey, foreign victories, you know, you know, allow us to over, don't allow us, we don't have to reform, we don't have to improve our economy, we can just have foreign escapades and they will learn what, Colonialists did right. Like I think it's they'll repeat the mistakes, and I think it'll actually be pretty ugly. That's got, I mean, I'm I I don't know if it's inevitable, but that's my guess. I mean, it's a good guess. It's bleak. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. If, yeah, uh, the Chinese century. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I think it'll be. I don't. I don't know if a, a fundamentally poor country can yeah. continue to rule the world, but or will take over the way it'll take over he- hegemony the way that the US did, but. um yeah, I, I certainly think that it's going to be an ugly growth period, uh, one way or another. I think you know Ch- the fact that China is uh, the Chinese government has no reason or willingness to transition to uh, democracy. I think will be painful for the Chinese in general.
1: And we and they have no one to impress with human rights now, right? Yeah. That's the other thing. Like mm-hmm. there's no body, you know, there's no you know powers vying to be. Morally superior anymore. Nah. No, it's just
0: dirtbags everywhere you look, right? Yeah, and I think it's, it's just complicated, which is, I mean, it's, again, I mean, this isn't, I don't want to descend into characterizing the Chinese as our rivals. I just think that there's a, mil- I, and I think that China's growth over the past 25 years has been an amazing, unsung story of delivering people from poverty and it's been an, yeah, yeah it's, it's worth celebrating for sure it's yeah. also lifted a lot of people out of poverty in the surrounding nations it's been amazing um, and they deserve to be lauded for that but I, I don't see a country that is really obviously starting to flex its muscles willing to back down from that mm-hmm. uh, without some sort of very ugly transition Yeah, uh, China. (laughs) A a country on the move. (laughs) All right, well, thank you for listening. This has been episode 29 of Rumor Requirement. Happy Thanksgiving to Uh, one and all. Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, thank you to Kevin Carter for producing our outro music.